Just like most episodes, this one contains strong language. Who are Kenyatta and Jack? We're just friends who are Gen Xers, former Air Force brats, parents, taxpayers, and citizens of the Earth. And we're here to save it one podcast at a time. Picture it, the United States of America, 2022, the year of our Lord. The citizens of this country wait in bated breath to see how Election Day 2022 is going to turn out. Will the Democrats retain control of the Senate? Or would it flip on the narrowest of hairs and leave this democracy, this grand experiment in jeopardy? Wait and see, people. Wait and see. In the meantime, we'll be here right along with you waiting to see if it all really does go up in flames. Who are we? Kenyatta and Jack. Hey, Jack. Hey. How are you on this? I mean, I know how you are. We just talked about it a few minutes ago. But for our listening friends, let's pretend mm. like we didn't just discuss this. Yes, how are you doing yes. today? Um, I'm hanging in there. Um, as you mentioned, I might need to get some duct tape. Um, listening friends, for context, I have um, engaged on probably the longest stretch of a, a fitness regimen in my adult life, save my freshman year of college because there was a weight room right down the street. So the last year and a half and some change, I have been indulging in kickboxing circuit, circuit training kickboxing. It has been very fun and very beneficial, except for the instances that I pull and strain muscles which I did a few weeks ago, and so I'm hassling with that. Otherwise, I am dandy. <laughs> I'm well, that's dandy. good. <laughs> I mean, to be the dandy part is good, not the, the falling apart part. Well, I can, I can still walk, so I'm going to go ahead and hang on to that as, as the bright ray of sunshine. Yes. <laughs> so, listening friends... Um, if you're listening to this on the day we drop it, of course, that will be election day for this year. And, you know, put a pin in that. Um, but, um, yeah, on, on that day, most likely we will be, you know, tuning into the news back and forth to see how these things go. But before we get into that, we've got. WTF! Yay! <laughs> what, oh, what, oh, what do you have for us today, Jack? Well, it, it's going to be kind of kind of short and sweet, I guess, but um, have you ever seen anybody blow $44 billion on something? And within like the first five days, turn it to shit. Because that kind of happened with Elon Musk and Twitter. <laughs> uh, first, first it was twenty dollars for your verified blue check. Now it's down to eight. Right. It's, it's going to be three dollars and fifty cents by next week. <laughs> it, it's going to be like the dollar and a quarter tree here in about two weeks. A dollar Correct. And a <laughs> Correct. For you, for you, little funky blue check. Okay. Okay. 
the lesson here needs to be don't sarcastically, jokingly say that you'll buy something for a certain price without doing any sort of research because the people might just hold you to that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Sure. So there's that. Mm-hmm. And, of course, you know, immediately all of the freaking racists had to come out. Um, I saw a stat that within the first five hours of Musk owning Twitter, there were over 5,000 tweets that had the N-word in it. Awesome. Awesome. That That's a pretty high rate, I would have to imagine. That's butting it out like a machine gun of firing inwards. And uh, that just doesn't seem good to me because, of course, I'm always torn on that situation because there's a part of me that is, was happier when the quiet part was still quiet. But on the other hand, it's nice to know who the racists are. Right? <laughs> Here's the fun part. So, All these people that found their virtual balls to come on and, you know, spew that word all over the place, a full 72% of them, or maybe 82%, would not say it to somebody's face. And that's a fact. Oh, yeah. Say it to Mike Tyson. Yeah. I'd love to see it. I'd love to see it. The couple of videos I saw Tyson last week getting in the ring and sparring. When I tell you that man still hits like a truck. Oh my God. Yeah. Go ahead and say it to someone like him or, you know, anybody. Go ahead. Don't go ahead. Remember the, uh, <laughs> that video I sent you several months back of the old guy that was. <laughs> Don't say it to him either. <laughs> Your man's was wild. He was wild with it. Because <laughs> you'll lose. <laughs> Woo! But, Ooh, yeah. I love it. I love it. Mm. I just... So... Mm. I hate that people are that way, but it's also kind of good to know who those people are so you can shame and avoid them. Yeah, like I said, they've, they've got the... We've got the protection of the internet. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it's it's the reason why Reddit <laughs> exists and 4chan and 8chan and all that jazz. It's yeah. though it's it's spaces for those kind of socially degenerate human beings. That's that's why they exist. So they'll always be there, but they say it there because they're too corny to say it to anyone's face in real life. Because they're gonna get got. It's it's a matter yeah. of fact. So, you know, I, I say, yeah, it's good. It's good to know who they are, but chances are those same people squawking on the internet, they'll pass you by on the street and you'll never know because they won't say a word. Mm. Yeah. I'm also kind of talking just in general too of people that you kind of, you know, that you know in life and you're like, mm-hmm. now all of a sudden you're like, holy crap, that person is not who I thought they were at all. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, I can... I could still be friends with somebody when it's like politically policy differences. You know what I mean? Like, I think the tax rate should be this. I think billionaires should get taxed this. You can talk to someone like that and be friends with them. But I've just reached a point to where, you know, once I know that you have these 
racist viewpoints, I just don't want to be around you at all because you're horrible. And I don't want to surround myself with horrible. Agreed. Agreed. And for me, it doesn't even have to be blatant. It can just be you trying to be funny and alluding to something that you know is insulting or disrespectful. For instance, someone years ago when when Obama first got elected made mention of He's such a great orator. He reminds me of, of Hitler. What? Uh. Uh. Hmm. 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 Yeah. Hmm. Okay. Of course. I see what you're going at. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Of course. Conservatives. You know, there's a whole thing in the evangelical movement that they all swore up and down that, you know. Barack Obama was the Antichrist and mm-hmm. all of this. And first of all, there is no Antichrist. So there's that. Mm. Ah, anyway, these people freaking are just pissing me off. I'm sick and tired of them. I'm tired of... I'm just tired of it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm tired mm-hmm. of dealing with them. And, you know, if... I don't know. I'm just... If I could identify as... Like, not joking around with the whole identify as. It's like, can I just identify as, like, just a nice person who happens to be white and I don't give a shit what other people's skin tone is? Is it, Can we come up with a term for people that are like that? <laughs> you know? Human beings? That, that'll <laughs> oh, work. Oh, there you go. <laughs> that part. <laughs> no, that it's part. just... Uh, anyway. Oh, boy. I get it. I get it. <sighs> it's just to me that's really been the one of the worst things though about the rise of Donald Trump is he he made it okay to bring out the worst in people. I would I would I would venture to say that that actually happened when Ob- when Obama first showed up. Yeah. They didn't come out as fast but they were coming. With all the the nasty, you know, um, degrading things that were said about him and his wife and his family. And they were coming. They were coming. And then, you know, when Trump got in there, that pretty much blew the hatch doors wide open. So it was was coming. It was on its way. It was on its way. So a lot of people still aren't smart enough to be able to say what they want to say in more clever coded language. But, yeah. You know, and uh, anyway, I hope some of these racists have the courage of their convictions, and if they ever need an organ transplant, they ask beforehand, "Did it come from a, a black person?" Because if it did, I would much rather not get this kidney and die. So you say that, and I'm going to jump in because <laughs> there are probably people that are like that. <laughs> uh huh. Uh huh. I'm going to jump in here with a pop culture moment because it's what I do. The uh, living, breathing entity known as Denzel Washington, Mm -hmm. one of his very first movies was a little ditty called Heart Condition, Mm -hmm. in which he plays a guy who dies suddenly, and he is an organ donor, and his heart is donated to a white racist. And then he comes back to haunt 
this racist white, who happens to be a cop, white guy, he comes back to haunt him and teach him a few things. Doobity doo. Funny. Well, you should. (laughs) (laughs) So, yes, it's been done. It's been done. I find it hilarious. Never mind that there's absolutely no difference in, you know. Any in across the board and any of our internal organs, not not near not near significant difference, and yet, and right. yet, the the difference in terms of organ transplants has nothing to do with the uh, skin tone of the person you receive the organ from. It has entirely to do with blood type and you know certain other factors, you know, on how they match. Not, but none of those deciding factors have to do with skin tone. I feel like this may have been an episode of either ER or Grey's Anatomy at some point. I feel that strongly. I feel it strongly. Maybe ER, because they were a little bit more grittier. Maybe. Maybe. Anyway. So, yeah. They're they're here to stay. (laughs) Yeah. It'll be fun to watch the Titanic like now Twitter, <laughs> you know, Twitter is now Titanic and I am assuming that the iceberg has been hit and we will see what is going to happen. Will the band stay or will they too get on the lifeboats? Mm, well, we'll, they're probably out. already on the lifeboats because Elon fired them all. <laughs> Basically. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, there uh, we go. What's your WTF? Oh my goodness. Uh well, it's a little ditty I found out today. I found it hilarious. A fella by the name of William Curry had been passing himself off as a Stanford student five different times over the last year or so, and was squatting in various residential dorms on campus until they found him again <laughs> and tossed him off. This is the funny part. Your mans had been in and out squatting in the dorms through the end of last year. They took him off campus last December. He came back. Of course he did. (laughs) And it wasn't like he was there just slinking around. He was actually socializing. Like he was chatting with people. Like he really went there and hanging out and partying. Wait, what? Like he... He needs he was, an Emmy. He wasn't low key. He wasn't low key at all. He's just I'm here. <laughs> Dude was LARPing as a Stanford student. <laughs> That's the funniest part. This is Stanford. Stanford. Yeah, they're all book smart and not common sense. So. Not at all. <laughs> like you see this guy everywhere on campus. You see him in the dorms. You see him. Everywhere else, but you don't ever see him in class. Yeah, hmm. makes you wonder. Like, how did how did who tipped who got who tipped off security in the first time, <laughs> and how come they didn't tighten it up after they <laughs> threw him out last year? It's a year later. <laughs> he's back. <laughs> he's like, I'm back, bitches. Hey, where's but, the party? Was his name La- was his name Laszlo? Remember Laszlo <laughs> from Real Genius? <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> Yeah, the whole underground lab. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. He had a hidden door in a closet. Yes, it's him. It's him. It's him. 
That tickled me so bad. I said, this man is squatting at Stanford. <laughs> That's, you know, that... I, I'm not going to fault him. <laughs> I, I mean, mean, times is hard out here. I'm just, if You got to do what you got to do. That's right. Then, you know, who would want to, who would want to squat it, you know, UCLA, you know, why slum there when you can go to Stanford? Why not? Why not? He was chilling, hanging out, having burgers and beers and whatnot. I love it. He was telling, he had, apparently he had an Instagram page that he, he was saying he was Stanford class of 25 and that he had transferred in from Duke. Dude, I like mean, he, like he, this was a well fleshed out fallacy here, man. He had the whole, the whole fairy tale going. Amazing, yeah. Amazing. I mean, once again, he chose a solid school in Duke. You know, in terms of education and all of that. Mm-hmm. You know, he he didn't pick some cheesy ass, you know, junior college. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. He didn't go for like, you know, what's the matter, you? He yeah, went for the big yeah. time. <laughs> yeah, maybe for the spring semester he could transfer over to Harvard. Why not? He's Why got not? the credentials, Duke. I, I hear spring in. I hear spring in New England is nice. Yeah. So yeah, why not? Yeah, Duke, Stanford, might as well add Harvard to that list. Might as well go for it. Yeah, go for it. And then maybe. you know, when it gets cold again in the fall semester, he can go down to uh, what uh, Florida, hang out there, FSU. Yeah. Well, I don't know if he wants to go to Florida. Ron DeSantis is there. Well, I mean, the fact that he's a a well-seasoned squatter, I don't think, I don't think that's going to bother him too much. Just pop, pop, pop. Or he he very well may end up in California. Who knows? (laughs) Again, who knows? knows? Yeah. He just might bounce back and forth like snowbirds in the winter just go south <laughs> the fall semester and come back and That's right. <laughs> I, I wish that man luck and hope he's able to transfer into some other fine universities yeah throughout the country we wish you well mr curry <laughs> we, we certainly do we certainly do and you know if you can swing it i hear the university of hawaii is nice hey hey think about it if you're listening somebody passed the word let them know yeah, he's got a couple supporters in Kenyatta and Jack Save the World right here. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. Higher education is no joke. Get in where you fit in. Yeah. <laughs> I wonder I wonder if being a fictional student will qualify you for a fictional ten thousand dollars in student loan in fictional student loan relief. Yeah, it'll be a monopoly check. But uh, it's neither here nor it's neither here nor there. <laughs> Boy, oh, well, boy, that was nice to get a good laugh in. Yeah, after. yeah. But before we do anything else, we're going to take a brief break. We are. We we will be back in a moment and enjoy this this ad. Hey, listening friends, Jack here, and I would like to tell you about the sponsor of today's episode, and that sponsor is Atlas. Atlas is a branding, web development, and content marketing agency. As a business owner, your day-to-day is uncharted enough. From branding and web design to content marketing, Atlas will help you navigate this digital terrain with ease. 
In today's world, social media is a great tool. However, you need to have a concrete, focused plan on how to use it. And that's where Atlas comes in. Atlas can help you navigate this modern digital world. And on top of that, Atlas can also help you with traditional means of marketing. So if you would like to book your free consultation, please visit atlasokc.com. That's A-T-L-A-S-O-K-C.com for your free consultation. And we're back. As we mentioned at the top of the episode, if you're listening to us as this episode comes fresh out of the box, today will be election day. So, yes, we are going to be chatting it up a bit on those potential, those, those battles, and it's fair to call them battles, those battles that are going on right now for the, and it's even though, you know, midterm means it can be, it can be uh, Senate in the House at the federal level and at your local elections as well, but but the big deal for this one is the Senate. Yeah. So you wanna you wanna kick us off with your thoughts on on what it's looking like? I have I have several thoughts. Mm. First of all, um Herschel Walker clearly has some issues. He has some CTE issues. He has definitely been hit in the head far too many times, but he has some other issues going on too um, that I believe are actually probably quite serious. And the fact that the the support for him has not waned after everything that has come out has showing that for conservatives, they are definitely putting party over country and what's best for the country. But when you factor in that Senator Warnock is a preacher, but the right is like, well, Herschel Walker's a Christian. Well, I'm going to say that the dude that's a preacher at, you know, Martin Luther King's church probably is a Christian, too. Just saying. I mean, it's just, it's a wild guess. Mm. I I don't think he's Hindu or Uh, Buddhist. mm. But... He, they have just put that man in there just to be a, a pawn and a patsy because they'll know that he will do whatever he's told. Yep. Yep. And it, it's really, it's, it's almost disgusting that they're using Herschel Walker in that way because they took a guy that's sort of like a, you know, an athletic hero in Georgia because he went to Georgia, didn't graduate from Georgia in the top 1% of his class, like he claims. That's easily verifiable, <laughs> but oh well, you know that is that whole thing is upsetting. But then they basically are trying to do the same thing with Doctor Oz. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, he has no business being in uh, in the Senate. He almost doesn't have any business being on TV either. But you know, you have him and. J.D. Vance in Ohio, that guy is also, don't want him there. Uh, what's that guy in Arizona? Uh, let's see. Masters, is it? Blake Masters. Blake Masters, yeah. He's, oh, 
he is horrible. Just horrible, horrible, horrible. <laughs> it, and that's just those four states. In my state, Oklahoma, uh, Senator Lankford is running for re- re-election, and we commonly refer to him as the Ginger Lurch. Oh just my. imagine Lurch from the Adams family with red hair, and <laughs> that's Senator Lankford. Mm-hmm. Um, and then fortunately, Senator Inhofe in Oklahoma is retired, which is good because he's like 197 years old. My God. <laughs> um, he, yeah. And so the person, the two people that are running for his seat are Democrat Kendra Horn, which, uh, not that it means anything, but I have endorsed her. And she's running against uh, Mark Wayne Mullen, who um, is sort of famous for that picture when the house floor was under siege and he was the guy crouching behind the seat that had the brown stain in his pants. Um, I can't. (laughs) But he is, uh, you know, running for that same seat. and. Mm -hmm. I hope Kinderhorn wins, obviously. Uh, you know Mark Wayne Mullen is bad when the other... Because he's a U.S. representative now running for Senate. The other representatives from Oklahoma are voting for Kinderhorn. Okay. So Fair. when other Republicans won't endorse you in a red state, keep in mind that there have been like three presidential elections in a row that every county in Oklahoma voted red. Mm. There are 77 of them. <laughs> mm. And if other Republican congressmen are like, yeah, you don't really want this guy there. And I think Inhofe even said, I'm not sure if we want Mark Wayne Mullen to be the senator. That's a bad sign. And he's mm. probably going to win because of that R in his name. Now, Kendra Horn apparently has pulled up within like five points which is the plus or minus mm-hmm, mm-hmm. of that. And, yes. Uh, the person running against Senator Lankford, um, she has also, I guess, pulled up to like 15 points, but she was down like 35. So that's quite a, <laughs> you know, that's quite a swing. Is she going to win? Probably not. Um, but I do want her to win because her last name is also Horn, but she is not related to Kendra. And it sounds like a uh, a Coen Brothers movie, The Senator's Horn. And um, <laughs> I just they're working on it right now. <laughs> I, yeah, I, ju- I just want to be able to say The Senator's Horn from Oklahoma, um, <laughs> just because that would be great. And that's just you know that's just these few elections. And you know when you factor in every seat in the House is up for election, and then mm. when you have the the you know the Republican there whatever they call it, their second con, whatever it is, they aren't even, like, hiding the shit that they want to do. They want to sunset Social Security. They want it to end in five years. They want Medicare and Medicaid to end in five years. Rick Scott, senator from Florida, has already proposed the bill to end Social Security in five years. Now, what they're saying is, well, we we want to change it because now it's just an automatic, it doesn't matter, you can't, you know, factor in spending, yada, yada, yada. We want it to be not, we want it to be discretionary spending, not automatic spending. So basically, they're saying we're going to vote in Social Security every year. 
How in the fuck is that going to work? No, you don't want to do that, you fucking assholes. You just want to get rid of it. So my question is this. Mm. Say the Republicans do win the Senate in the House. Mm-hmm. And they pass that bill. Mm-hmm. Are conservatives suddenly going to like Joe Biden when he vetoes it? Because they won't have enough to overwrite his veto. No. I mean, so, you know, are it, these um, boomers? Yeah, uh, go ahead. <laughs> no, 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 no. I mean, I, I'm, I'm with you. And, and it's not like they like him. Anyway, it'll be just another thing to add to their list of, of regular bitching and moaning. Oh, Biden this and. The Democrats that they tried to get rid of Social Security and that bastard vetoed it, thus keeping us having our Social Security. (laughs) Trust me, they'll spin it. They uh, they always spin it. They don't care about our citizens, you know, keeping a balanced budget and blah, blah, blah. And he's he wants to continue this drainer of of a program and blah, blah. What? Wait, what? They'll spin it and and make it. Yeah. They're all always. They will always, always wag the dog. Always, always. It's yeah, so, it's so gross. It's so gross. And then oh. you have that human colon cancer screening, Sean Hannity. <laughs> literally on air. I don't know if it was yesterday, sometime within the last week. Literally is saying. And the Democrats are trying to scare you by saying that the Republicans want to get rid of Social Security. There has been no Republican that has said that, and there is nothing that is even remotely, you know, come out about that. And it's like, dude, it's a freaking bill that's already proposed, you dumbass. And then immediately you can go and find Senator Mike Lee from Utah going, and we're going to get rid of Social Security in five years. So yeah, Sean Hannity, quit being a shill and quit being a liar. In a co-conspirator. And, you know, I just look forward to the day when you're in prison. You can, mm. maybe, maybe they'll put you in the same cell with Trump. Likely not. Because somewhere. I mean, he's already his bitch. So there won't be any sort of getting to know each other phase. Oh, no. He'll already know all of the stuff that Trump likes. But the thing <laughs> is, Trump will be like, uh, I don't want him for a roomie. Please. You know, it, it that's just the way he operates. It's just it won't happen. It won't happen. <sighs> they'll they'll walk they'll walk outside in the yard and Trump will be like, I don't know this man. <laughs> that's it that's what will happen. That's right. what will happen. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So I I mm. speaking of Georgia. Go for it. I am also concerned with the gubernatorial race down there. Yes. <sighs> Um, I've been a fan of Stacey Abrams for a while. I can't help, I can't help but to be, but it doesn't look like it, it, it doesn't look like it's going to happen and I hate it. I hate it. I hate it. I hate it. I do too. I hate it. I hate it. You have yet another incumbent governor who has proven as, as many other Republican governors have, especially in the last couple of years, how little he really cares about what his his constituents want, his citizens want, and yet he remains pretty firmly entrenched. Yeah. Uh, so <sighs> I'm over it. I'm over it. I'm over it. Uh, right now, I I just uh, there's only thirty four seats in the Senate up for. Re-election this go-round. 
Right. All it's going to take is one. So, my question is, though, and it may sound like a foregone conclusion, but I just don't know. Even if they gain the majority, are the Republicans going to get anything significant done? No. I mean, because there's, because as we've seen, there's, you know, the Republican Party is effectively split. You have your so-called traditional Republicans, and then you have your Trumpists. Mm-hmm. Who are busy calling the rest of those Republicans rhinos? Like, yeah. like you're fighting like little kids on on the playground, and it's 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 so gross. So let's just say it does happen. Let's just say that we're looking at a whole complete this time next week, as we're recording, we're looking at a whole new setup in the Senate, and all of a sudden, all those Republicans that have been talking smack this past two years about. Yeah, when we take it back over in 2022, we're going to do this. And what are they really going to do anything? Is it really going to be? I just don't think so. I think it's just going to end up being an even more buttery, bacon flavored clusterfuck than it is right now. <laughs> right. Although, you know, we have an opportunity to see a Guinness Book of World Records set because Joe Biden may set the record for most vetoes as a president. Pretty much. Pretty much. They'll just the come. They'll just come. Most of it. They'll just come stack the little the little things on his desk. Just yay high. Get to signing, Joe. He'll, okay. he'll have to auto pin it because there's <laughs> going to be so many vetoes. <laughs> It'll have to be auto pinned. Because <laughs> I think is it is it, I don't know. This may be just something I make it up in my head at this instance. Do they just do the presidents actually have to physically sign these things? Can they not just? Uh, yeah. They can't have a stamper. They have to actually physically sign things. Yeah, I think they. Yeah, do. yeah. So you know, I can. I can see him like with his little, you know, the little hand grippies. He he just like takes fifteen minute breaks every hour, just <laughs> right. Uh, bring me the water. Give me the water. Bring, bring me my ice packs. <laughs> my hands are cramping. He's like, I can't stop though. I can't let him. I can't let him get it. I can't let him have it. I can't let him have it. It would have been so much easier when they freaking rigged the election in twenty twenty if they would have had the foresight to just give themselves sixty one Senate seats. You know, it would have made all the sense in the world. Yeah, it really, it really would. Have. It really would. Have. I yeah. mean, yeah. those stupid ass geniuses, smart enough to rig a presidential election, yet too dumb to give yourself a veto proof majority in the Senate. I really, again, I'm I'm going to probably keep coming back to this probably for the rest of my life or as long as I remember. How do you rig an election and you only change the selections for president and not the rest of the candidates on the ballot? How does, how right? does, that, how does that work? And then still let like Republicans win being yeah. governor like that. Yeah. If you're going to freaking steal the election and you're going to spend all that money because that's the one thing that these idiots never talk about. To do what they claim was done, that's going to cost some coin, right? So to spend that money, have thousands of people involved, and yet not one of those thousands of people involved said, you know, raise their hand at their big still the election meeting convention that they had. And like, I don't know, it it had to have been in Oregon because there are commies up there. But, you know, whether <laughs> someone raised their hand and be like, should we give ourselves the Senate and the, you know, like a veto proof majority, 60, you know, v- veto proof in the House, maybe a few more governors? 
And they were like, you dumbass, we don't need that. <laughs> sit down, sit down. Go go get some fresh coffee. Just go, go. It's go. that meme where they're in the boardroom and the one guy says something and then the smart dude goes, well, what if we did this? And then the next one is him being thrown out the window. That's mm-hmm. what happened to that guy. That mm-hmm. said, hey, maybe we should do this. Absolutely. Absolutely. So, yeah, somebody somebody screwed the pooch on that plan, on, in that planning, that, that part of the planning stage they, yeah. they they messed it up that that guy bob i always call the guys who screw up bob <laughs> yeah he definitely bob is looking for work as a, a social media manager so yeah yeah <laughs> you know and and as i've said many a times movie studios can barely keep the plot of films secret a conspiracy that large, don't you think someone would have talked by now? Or someone really took the the that that particular plot on scandal seriously. Yeah. They they thought that you could really rig a presidential election and they ran with it. They did it on scandal. Right? Right. Olivia Olivia Pope is a genius. They did it on scandal. Ohio. 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 Yeah. But they were <laughs> smart enough to go and fake all these emails from John Eastman to Donald Trump. Yeah, all that, yeah. You yeah. know, saying, I know we lost, but we need to do this. Uh, you know, um, we actually should have a moment of silence for Donald J. Trump because nobody in the history of the world has had so many things rigged against him. As Donald J. Trump did. He lost out on several Emmys from Mm -hmm. The Apprentice because Mm -hmm. it was rigged and they gave it to The Amazing Race. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So the Emmys were rigged. And, you know, he should have realized then, I don't think people, they're going to do whatever they can to prevent me from getting anything. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You know, and then he endorsed um, Mitt Romney. Mm -hmm. And they rigged that election also. Mm -hmm. And that's why Mitt lost. Um, could couldn't have been because he was named after fingerless gloves. Mittens. But, <laughs> I miss but, him. <laughs> right. <laughs> you know, and then in the months leading up to 2016, he was talking about how that election was also going to be rigged. And then, of course, in the months leading up to 2020, he was talking about how it's going to be rigged. You would think that a guy that knew things were going to be rigged against him would be better at preventing things from being rigged against him. Mm. So let's take a moment of silence for Donald J. Trump, the man that has had more things rigged and stolen from him and had more witch hunts against the many crimes that he's committed. You know, let's just have a moment of silence for him. Shall we? That's all I can do. Good. All right. <laughs> you feel better. I know I do. I know I do. Yeah. You know, poor, you know, Don, it ain't a witch hunt if you did the thing. Poor victimized, put upon, supposed millionaire. He feels so bad for you. Yeah. Yes. And that man is so stupid that he's admitted to all of his crimes and tweets. Well, truths, whatever. You know, the whole, if they wanted it back, all they had to do was ask. You realize, dumbass, that the crime is just being in possession of it. And you just admitted to the crime. (laughs) Well, what he should have said was, if I had it, 
I would have given it back if they had just asked. That's how you do it. Yeah. I would have given it back it. after I discovered they planted it. <laughs> what the what it should have been was they planted it. I'm sorry I didn't call anybody as soon as possible. Yeah. It's not that my was... fault. Yeah. He's, he's a victim of petty fraud and election rigging and he's probably at some point during his long, long Long artificial Play-Doh life has been cheated out of building contracts and favorable loans and women. Yeah. I know one thing he's never been cheated out of. That is Cheeto dust. Better believe it. Good. He's been also cheated out of good hair pieces. I digress. I digress. (laughs) Anyway. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, We hope that you went and voted on this coming out on election day, and mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you did your part. Um, mm-hmm. And as we are discussing voting, I feel this needs to be said, probably not for our listening friends, because I imagine that you all know this because you're, well, not a trumpet. <laughs> so in states, they have these things called laws and election laws. In a lot of states, not all of them, but a lot of states have a law that melon ballots and absentee ballots can only start to be counted after the polls have closed. Correct. So let's just say, because I'm familiar with the state of Oklahoma, let's just say Oklahoma has one of those laws. Mm -hmm. Our polls close at 7 p.m. Mm-hmm. Now, if you're in line, they do have someone that will go out and say, it's 7 o'clock, no one past this dude can vote. Mm-hmm. So you go, you know, you still be 7.30, but you still get to vote if you were in line. But they can't start counting any of the absentees or mail-in ballots until that poll closes. So when you start counting those, does it not make sense because... It's a machine that does it. It doesn't automatically update one, 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 one. You know, each time it does it, the machine gets filtered through. And then like once an hour, they'll, oh, hey, we just did 10,000 votes, whatever the number is. That would explain why at an hour, two hours, the vote count goes way up because Mm -hmm. they counted those absentee ballots. Mm -hmm. Now, in states where you can count them as they come in, you don't have that issue because they were already counted. That's why that happens, trumpets. That's how that happened. And in some states, I believe it is, it's either Wisconsin or Minnesota. I think it's Wisconsin. Mm-hmm. They have a law that is same day register to vote. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So you can on the day of be like, oh shit, I'm not registered. You can mm-hmm. still go to what would be your polling place, fill out a some paperwork, and you get the vote. Sure. And it counts. It counts. That's how you can have more people vote, <laughs> you know, than are in a, what, on the rolls or whatever, because mm-hmm. you could have people that have come in to vote that realize, oh shit, and do same day voting. That's how that happens. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's, it's a fairly simple thing, if you think about it. It is. But, Anything fairly simple and straightforward and lawful will, of course, be subject to complete and utter willful mis- mis- misconstruing. Am I saying that right? 
Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. The, the people that want things to go their way instead of the way it should go will find a way to say that this thing is the wrong way. And we need to make us think about it. So it's gonna, yeah. it's, it's, it's bound to happen with it. It'll be <sighs> election results, you know, straw polls, pundits, think pieces, all sorts of going down yeah. Tuesday. And, you know, when the polls start to close here on the East Coast first and so on and so forth, you know, everybody's gonna be like, well, it looks like, you know, literally one district has votes in. It looks like, no, calm down. Just just calm the hell down. Speaking of East Coast, we don't have any Senate seats up. We do have one House seat. And the Democratic candidate is Elaine Luria, who already held the seat. And she happens She's to be on the J six, right? Yes. Yeah, yeah. She's the one that is the former Navy captain. Correct. I believe. Yeah. Yes. Yes. And I haven't I have you know, of course smear campaigns are an uh, integral part of campaigning nowadays. So of course I've seen the smear ads and I've seen her ads. And and at, at, as far as local news about her, I have not heard anything that particularly bad. I'm not in her district. So, mm-hmm. but I've, like I said, I've seen the ads and I've seen the smearing and, and, you know, her opponent is like, she sided with Biden and Biden is responsible for inflation. First of all, clown. Inflation is affecting everyone worldwide. Okay. Right? Be thankful you don't live in Turkey. It's 83%. 83%. Meanwhile, here in the States, it's eight ish. Calm yeah. down. And we Calm have down. less than 3.5% unemployment. That's Hello? almost full employment. Yes. Considering what this country looked like two years ago, that's a hell of a bounce back. Yeah. So I'm gonna need them to calm down, but that was the that was the main gist of her opponent's ad, you know, coming against her was yeah she supports Biden and Biden causes the inflation and a loaf of bread costs forty two dollars or whatever gibberish. I'm like, calm down. It, it's the hysteria for me. It's right. the it's, yeah. it's the mass hysteria that these people manage to induce all the yeah. time. Every year there's an election. Every year. Look what they're doing to you. They're ruining you. Right. <sighs> they want things to, you know, be easier for you. That's not good. We should not have things be easy in the richest country in the world. <laughs> it still baffles me <clears throat> as as we sit here and talk about that there's people that don't have access to, like, potable water in this country. In this country. In this country. I know. Anyway, but I'm sorry. I gotta say it. It's not even. It's not even a disclaimer. It's just really who we are. We fuss about it almost every episode, but we do it because we love the country and we want to see folks do better. That's it. That's it. Yeah. I don't. I don't want to see people suffer when they don't have to. Mm -mm. Just the stress of. Yeah, you know, we discussed it in our privilege episode. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Being poor is exhausting. It is. Being broke is exhausting. If you have money, the only stress you have, like maybe if you're a Trump, is trying to figure out how much to lie on your taxes. Mm. You know, I could see where that would stress you out. But, oh, yeah. you know, for the rest of the world, that's being broke is exhausting. And if, I don't know, 
maybe having universal health care could not just help them, but their children and all of that. Why is that a bad thing? Because it, it, it comes down to you, you can't give people but so much of a leg up. Because supposedly that means that lessens your power. And we, we discussed this previously, too. It's not it, it, power and resources are so much limited that if you give these people some more to bring them up to speed, that someone else is going to lose out. It doesn't work like that. <clears throat> no. But, but, you know. First that- of all, the money pie is not like a little small pie. It grows, mm-hmm. you know, exponentially. Mm-hmm. Right. The the way, like, the economy and money works, it's almost like a balloon. You could take a balloon that's not blown up, put two Sharpie dots on it next to each other, but as you blow it up, those Sharpie darts, dots start to get further and further apart as you blow the balloon up. That's, mm-hmm. the, how the, that's the American economy. It just gets bigger. Does it contract sometimes? Yeah. That's mm-hmm. actually how it works. Correct. It's not a set size, and if someone else comes up, that means, oh, well, we're going to have to kick you out, Mr. Giggle Snurts. You know, that's not how it works. <laughs> the, the pie just gets bigger because it's not a pie, it's a balloon. <laughs> but like I said, you can, and it work, it's the same, it's the same line out of the same playbook for however long humans have decided to organize. You yeah. put the you put the fear in somebody, and then you turn around and and position yourself as the savior, right? And you win. You blame this group over here for these people's problems, and then you tell this group, "This is how I'm going to fix it for you." Even if there's no actual problems being generated on this side, well, you mm-hmm. see them over there. You gotta create them. They're breathing up all your air. I'm here mm-hmm. to save you. They're coming to take your jobs that white people don't have. They're coming to steal your shoelaces. I'm here for you. Yeah. Come on. You can't. They're, they're bringing fentanyl across the border. Well, here's an idea. Maybe we should have policies that will prevent people from becoming addicted to fentanyl. Like, I don't know, legalize marijuana. Oh, my God. Thank you for saying that. I think we should say that at least one episode from now on until it happens. Yeah. Until it happens. I mean, you know, we got the first small step, decriminalization. Let's go further. So we're just going to throw it out there yeah. every episode from now on. I think I think that's necessary. In Oklahoma, when they legalized marijuana, the rates of um, Oxycontin addiction dropped, and it continues to drop. <laughs> I wonder why. And, of course, nobody's going to sit down and make uh, – somebody w- wants to make a solid argument for that. But, of course, the people in in so-called power, they won't let it happen. Because they need, Big Pharma needs it. Government needs it. They need these things to keep happening because they need people in their quote-unquote places. Yeah, and ironically enough, the people that would make the most money if marijuana was legalized and you could start doing research to have medication come from marijuana. Mm. Big Pharma is the one that would make the most freaking money because they're the only one that has the money now to research the drugs that would come from marijuana. So they would make even more money. So why are you against making more money? Because that would make some of their other medications obsolete. They're not even good at capitalisting. <laughs> Crony capitalisticing. <laughs> They're not, They're not good at that. it. 
You know, my gosh, do you not guys not understand how much freaking money you would make from medicines from weed? <laughs> I think you made money on Viagra. Mm-hmm. Which, by the way, did you see that the Indiana State Legislature proposed a bill that would ban and make it illegal for men to have erectile dysfunction drugs in the state of Indiana because it's an act of God that your wiener doesn't get hard. And since we're talking about things that are an act of God, i.e. unwanted pregnancies, (laughs) then you shouldn't go against God and take a medication that will make your wiener work again. I applaud that, man. I'm not going to move to Indiana now, if it passes, but... And I understand he proposed that sarcastically, but I'm all for it. <laughs> I am, too. Because in, in principle, it's it's really the same thing. Right. If it's God's will that that a woman who becomes pregnant carry that child term, then it is God's will that you, sir, will have an extreme difficulty in making any more children. Ta-da! Yeah. Uh-oh. So, anyway, I, I applaud that, but... We are sort of getting close to the end, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. time-wise, and I, there was one more thing that I wanted to touch on before we leave, mm-hmm. and I'm just going to give fair warning to our listening friends. If you have strong views against the use of the F-bomb, I am probably about to use a bunch of them, because this has pissed me off over the last week. And it just makes me matter every time I hear more about it. And that would be the attack on Paul Pelosi, the husband of the Speaker of the House. I do not give two shits if you agree with whoever the Speaker of the House is, Republican or Democrat. I do not give a shit if you agree with that person. But the... The rhetoric on the right has gotten so insane that people are actually defending the man that went to kill the Speaker of the House. They are defending that fuck. They are defending him. Because we don't like him. Because Nancy Pelosi is just an evil bitch and we don't like her. And yada fucking yada yada yada. So yay, he went to kill her. Really? You're freaking disgusting. And all of these fucking hypocrites... If somebody went to Mar-a-Lago and hit Melania with the hammer, their heads would have exploded from the anger that they were in. But the, all of these conservative pundits, the Sean Hannity's, the Charlie Kirk's, and then you have actual members of Congress that don't give a shit. How are these fucks not to blame for this When you've been villainizing this woman for, you know, a good 20 years, because it started when Bush was president, Mm -hmm. uh, the second Bush, although Mm -hmm. she was probably in office for the first Bush, I would imagine. Uh, I'm not sure. But um, (laughs) when that's what I was trying to say earlier. Differences on policy is one thing. But when you have so villainized and demonized people that you're your talking points have become sarcastic terrorism where you know that you are weaponizing Bubba's. People that don't understand civics, they don't necessarily understand things. All they know is, is that when Donald Trump says mean things to the press and to the Democrats, they're 
that's their Viagra. You know, they're wieners that haven't been working for a while. All of a sudden, they're starting to get a little sensation, and they like that feeling. And so now these these stupid twits are doing things like attacking the Capitol. These fucking people didn't learn their lesson on January 6th, and now they're making it worse. And I have a sneaking suspicion that we're going to see more of this. Oh, yeah. And, and it's going to be these weaponized bubbas on the right, you know, that are have Budweiser flags hanging from their, you know, underneath their American flag or their Gadsden flag, which they don't even know it's called the Gadsden flag. They call it the Don't Tread on Me flag because they're not even smart enough to know that. And but, that's <laughs> that's going to be just to the right of the uh, Take America Back bumper sticker. Right. Uh-huh. Yeah. And I got news for you, you dumb fucks. Nobody wants to tread on you. Mm. It's, it's, it's frightening and hilarious. And I'm obviously I'm not talking about the attack on Mr. Pelosi. There's nothing funny about it, but the mindset of these people is frightening and hilarious at the same time that you have bought into the narrative that someone is really out to get you and that you are a true patriot. By going and trying and attempting to try to murder somebody. Yeah. When all you are is a dusty little scrub who probably should be on some type of regimen. But instead, you sit in in a room that smells like feet and piss and you watch Fox News all day long and Hannity and you listen to conservative talk radio and you decide... That you're going to be the next American patriot and go out and do this thing. And people are going to pat you on the back. And guess what? Wherever he is, what, obviously in jail, but whatever he's thinking, I'm sure somewhere in there, he thinks he's done a good thing and they're going to martyr him one day. Probably. And then (laughs) all of these stupid conspiracy theories about it. Oh, it was a gay lover's quarrel. And the guy admitted, I went to kill Nancy Pelosi. She's lucky she wasn't there because I was going to break her legs until she said what I wanted her to say. Which would have been what exactly? That was my whole, that's my whole, what was the rest of the plan? Not that I want to be in his lizard brain, but what was the rest of the plan? Uh, I, I have no idea. (laughs) And all of these people that are like, oh, well, you know, and really you're just fucking awful people. If you are actually, you know, all of, just because it's Nancy Pelosi and you don't like her. So, yeah, let's just be cool with the dude hitting an 80-year-old man on the head with a fucking hammer. Like you would scream. Matter of fact, people have screamed when there was a rash of that stuff going on the last few years. With people running up on elderly folk on the sidewalks and knocking them down and hurting them. People screamed. But this, this is funny. Yeah, they were freaking irate when there were protesters outside of Kavanaugh's house protesting his general shittiness. Mm. But nobody ran in there with a fucking hammer. Mm-mm. Nope. You know, you know and what? in the last the last few years, all of the people that have been made heroes from the right, it's just, it's insane. George Zimmerman. Cal Rittenhouse. That his name? Yeah. Yeah. You know. 
there have been several others now, of course, because I want to recall them. The part of my brain that they're in is now moved and shifted. Mm-hmm. My brain stores information like the hallways and in, in, uh, Hogwarts. Everything's always moving around randomly. No one knows how to get anywhere. That's. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But you know, can can you can you people quit turning sick, mentally sick, crazy people? into heroes because all you're doing is you're just making more nut jobs decide that it's okay to do that shit to where everybody's becoming the freaking robert de niro's character in taxi driver did we or did we not discuss this in, in another fashion just on last episode the idea of more people that believe in what you're saying or what you're doing that gives you more confidence to go even further and then it gives other people the confidence to go do something similar and so on and so forth. Yeah. <clears throat> um like I said, I'm 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 sure I speak for the both of us when I say we are waiting with bated breath to see what, what Tuesday what the end of Tuesday is gonna look like. Yeah. It's, it's gonna be some things. It's gonna be some things. No question. No oh question. I and if Republicans losing a lot of shit. I have a feeling there's going to be January 6th style shit happening within a week. At the very least, there will be a shitload of the election has been rigged in insert state here. You know, crap like that. At the mm. least, at the worst, yes. Well, they're like already that. saying it. Oh, yeah. All yeah. the Republican candidates are already saying, well, if I lose, you know, it's because it, it was rigged and they stole the election. Yeah, yeah. Sure, pal. Yeah. Okay. You I mean, gerrymandered all the districts, of course. Yeah. And it's it's funny because I got my little notice from the local, you know, the state election board. Yeah, there's been redistricting. Here is your your polling place. Same polling place I've been going to for the last six years. Right. I'm like, okay, thanks. I, I don't, I don't get it, but. I mean, I get it, but I, okay, thanks. I'm going to tell you now, if I get redistrict in my current house, it will be because of gerrymandering, because I literally am a football field's length away from my bully place. <laughs> that is how close I am. And if I have to change to another one, that will be the definition of gerrymandering. Mm, most definitely. It, it would. It would be nothing. It would be nothing but that. But okay, let's... Let's let's re let's revisit that the the regulations on redistricting. Let's let's revisit that and 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 see how that whether or not that's being quote unquote rigged. We all know the real answer here. But let's right. let's let's have someone seriously dig into that and get back to us and tell us you know it's for the benefit of blah 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 blah. So make a list of the pros of that and get yeah. back to us. Tell us how that's supposed to work when you do it literally. Every freaking year, in yeah. most counties in in jurisdiction across the country, tell us how that's supposed to work. Go ahead. Yeah, and conservative Republicans that always like to claim we're Republican votes count and yada yada yada. Let's see how happy you are. Say, fifteen years from now, maybe the Democrats have control of your legislature and they lose, and they decide to do what the Republicans did, and they're like, you know what? We're not happy with this slate of electors. We're not happy with how it turned out. So we're just going to change it to these electors, and they're going to go vote for our guy. 
Because in four states, that's legal now. They're all Republican states at the moment, but who knows? Maybe that will change in the future. <laughs> this, I mean, you're, but you're saying something that's already been happening. Right, Republican right. Republicans do a thing. It's okay. Right. Democrats oh, do the exact same thing. Oh my God! What are you doing? You're trying to you're trying to have a uh uh you're trying to put a, a new a new justice on the Supreme Court during election. You can't do that. Yeah. Oh well, we got to get this dude. We got to get her in. We have four days. Like literally, you know, the grave wasn't settled, and they were like, "Yeah, let's get her in. We got to get her in. We got to we get what?" So. So it's okay. It's cool now. It's cool now. Okay. I know. I know. It's it's just it's so it's so de- devolved and childish and black. Do better. How, and how how much cognitive dissonance can you have when it has come out all of these fake electors from several states, <laughs> but the other side cheated when it's yours that had fake electors that they were going to send? I wonder if those people that signed off on being fake electors, now that some of them are starting to be criminally prosecuted, I wonder if they're starting to think, you know what, this might have been a bad idea. They were thinking that immediately. <laughs> immediately. So, yeah. But go, but go off. Go off. Try it again. Try it again. I, I've come to realize in the last year that anything... If you want to know what the Republicans are actually doing, just pay attention to what they're accusing the Democrats of doing, because that's what the Republicans are actually up to. Mm. If they're talking about they're still in elections, that's the Republicans. That's, if they're going to do this, well, well no, that's them. <laughs> Every time, they just project it. That's the same mentality that cheating spouses have. That's they're true. cheating, but they, they accuse the other half of being the cheater. Yep. Same main same mindset. It's very yep, bizarre. Yep. Yep, it's it's interesting. It's interesting how human beings always come back to some real basic emotions. Yeah, <sighs> yeah, yeah. Bless us. <sighs> I would like to wrap up with this completely unrelated nugget, but hopefully it will give someone joy. I hope so. In a few days, <laughs> we can only hope. The Powerball jackpot is at $1.5 billion. The next drawing is coming up um, as we're recording is coming up in two days on Saturday. So by the time you guys hear this, we will know whether or not there's been a winner or whether or not this jackpot is on its way to busting or making a new record. So I, for one, will be out in the streets tomorrow. Getting a couple tickets. <laughs> now I'm gonna I'm gonna say this to our listening friends. If I'm the guy that wins that, it will still be Kenyatta and Jack Save the World because I really enjoy podcasting. Correct. My other job will be loud. That one will not be <laughs> happening. Um I will be immediately putting in my two minute notice. <laughs> They will not get two weeks from me. It will be two minutes. Two minutes. And mm-hmm. then I'm going to go to every single cubicle, every office in my building. I'm going to say I won the lottery. Go fuck yourself. And then I'm going to just move on. And we'll mm-hmm. see how far I get before security comes to escort me out. <laughs> I mean, as long as you don't touch anybody, what's the problem? <sighs> I'll be right? Like, I'll be like Jerry Maguire. Don't come with me. Right? I'm out. I mean... 
They won't call the cops on me because I'm white. Oh my god. But <laughs> But you're not wrong. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> They'll be like, can you please leave? Can you, please, sir, 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 we don't want to And I'll trouble. be like, you know what? I'll give you a hundred bucks if you let me finish going to every office and cubicle in this building. Because I suddenly have it. <laughs> mm-hmm. right, give me a sticky pad. I'm going to write you an IOU. Here, here, here. I'm, you know I'm good for it now. <laughs> I'll be back in about a couple of weeks because I'll line up a lawyer and a financial advisor and do some paperwork. But I'll be back. I'll be yeah. Actually, I'd be like, you know what? You're going to let me do this because I will make a sizable donation to the museum if there. you let me finish doing what I'm doing. Correct. And they will immediately think, what's the sizable donation? <laughs> and I will say, what's it going to take for me to finish this? <laughs> what will make you happy? <laughs> well, how much you got? What will make you happy? How much you got? What will make you happy? Yeah, I will make a sizable donation and buy McDonald's breakfast for everybody. <laughs> Fantastic. Fantastic. And then, I, then afterwards, I'll, I'll be like, my sizable donation is based upon the salary that I have received for the last 16 years. So it's only going to be 50 bucks. Sorry. My fingers were crossed. Extra hash browns for half the building. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, listening friends, if you're one of the ones... That lives in one of the states that does the Powerball, and you indulge, go get a ticket. Good luck. May the force be with you. Indeed. And on that note, bye. Bye. As always, thank you for listening to our podcast. If you're enjoying the show, please leave us a review, hit that like button, and subscribe on your preferred podcast platform. Your feedback is valuable, and we welcome it. If you would like to contact, connect with, or just want to see what we talk about between episodes, you can find us on Facebook under our podcast name, on Instagram at K-A-Y-A-N-D-J-A-Y-S-T-W, our website, podpage.com, slash Kenyatta dash jack dash save dash the dash world or email at k.j.savetheworld at gmail.com. If you would like to learn about and contribute to our chosen charities, you can do so at Service Dog Project at servicedogproject.org and Black Women's Health Initiative at bwhi.org. Kenyatta and Jack Save the World is a product of Hyper Focus Podcasts.